Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tara Talks. This week's episode is the recording of a live that I did in my private Facebook group, The Goals Method by Tara Punter Coaching. If you're not already in this group, make sure you come on over. There's so much value. There's so many bonus trainings. There's so many tips and tricks and there's so many amazing women. We've got over 400 fabulous members in there with some amazing businesses. So it's also a really good networking opportunity. So come on over and I will see you in there. And let's dive in. Hello, Facebook. Happy, happy Tuesday, everybody. So I wanted to jump on live today. I'm feeling so inspired, feeling so creative, so pumped about so many things at the moment. And there have been a lot of things that are coming up in my DMs and in the questions and through so many conversations that I'm having with so many clients. So I wanted to just jump on really quickly um, and talk to you about sales strategies. Because I think this is such a massive, important piece of the puzzle that so many people miss, so many people don't actually consider, and so many people don't put the time and the effort and the energy and the intention into it. Now, if you don't have sales, you have a hobby, not a business. So this is such a foundational piece that needs addressing immediately. It needs addressing from the very beginning. But it's something that actually makes a lot of people feel really icky. Something that makes a lot of people feel um, uneasy, it makes them feel sleazy, maybe they hate the idea of having a sales conversation, maybe they're really passionate in what they do, but it's that price point aspect that really makes them go all hot and claggy and horrible inside. So I want to go through a couple of things today that hopefully can just help you start to think about your sales and actually start to step into them a little bit more confidently. So the first one is language. This isn't swearing, although we are all about swearing at TPE uh, HQ. Um, This is about the language that you are using and crucially the language that your ideal clients are using because so often there's a disconnect. So often as business owners, we can be really guilty of talking in a language um, that our ideal clients won't understand. What I mean by that is we might use terminology, we might use phrases, we might use descriptions that our ideal clients just don't get. So to give you an example, I am an NLP coach. I'm an NLP practitioner. I'm an NLP coach. I'm certified in timeline therapy and hypnotherapy. Those four certifications mean jack shit to a lot of people because they're like, I don't even know what that means. So if I'm using NLP as a modality, if I'm using it as a set of techniques that I can use to help you rewire your mind, and I'm just saying, oh, we'll do some NLP, you might be thinking, what the hell is that? That sounds mental. I don't, I'm not interested. But actually, if I say instead that I've got this amazing set of techniques that I can use to remove negative beliefs, to remove limiting beliefs, and create an epic mindset, you might be a little bit more open and think, oh, that sounds better. So start thinking about the language that you use in your business. Start thinking about the language you use with your products or your services start looking at the language that you use about how you help people. Because if people don't get it, you've lost them. They've got to try and figure something out, you've lost them. So that language is really, really key. What I also encourage around the language is that you are mindful of the language that your ideal clients are coming to you with when they ask for your help. So if there's words that they're constantly repeating, if they're constantly saying a certain thing or they're looking for a certain thing, or you see that the last three inquiries you had wanted X, Y, and Z, make sure that you're using that language in your sales messaging online, but also when you're on the phone with that potential client. 
So that's actually a really good NLP technique for you. Um, it's called mirroring and matching so that you're using their language and re re uh, repeating it back to them. That's going to get you into rapport. There's absolutely no point you talking about all the things you can do if that ideal client isn't interested in that. To give you another example on this one, if somebody came to me for business coaching and they said they weren't making um, enough sales, they didn't have a plan, they didn't like, like their pricing or their packages, and I'm like, well, we could do a Pinterest. That's not what they've asked for. That's not what they've said they're struggling with. Yes, we can do that, but they didn't say that they were looking for that. So the language that they use when they come to you is absolutely paramount. Point number two, what is your why? Bigger the why, the easier the how. What is the why behind why you do what you do? So often I think when, when there's a block around sales, when sales don't flow so much, when something's just not quite stacking up, sometimes it's because we're putting things out into the world that we feel we should be putting out into the world a certain program, a certain service, a certain product, a certain price point, and it's just something that we feel we should be doing. If it goes against your why, if there isn't enough of a why beneath it, you're gonna block it. It's also really important, I think, to understand what your why is and what your values are. Because again, if you are wanting more clients, you're wanting more sales, but your core values of freedom and time off at the weekends and flexibility in your calendar, but yet you're like, oh, I just need, to, I need more clients, I need more sales, I need, da, 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 da. and it's going against the freedom, what you want. It's going against the flexibility that you desire to create. If it's going against all those things, you're going to keep blocking it. So connect back into your why. Why do you do what you do? Why do you have this business? Why do you want to help people? Connect back to the why and then look at your values. Okay, because your business values, your business goals, your business growth has got to stack up with exactly that. If you're wanting more clients, but your calendar's already packed and you really don't want to work into the evenings, you really don't want to work weekends, you will subconsciously block the clients. I promise you that. So look at your why, look at your values, make sure that it all stacks up. I also love to connect to what it means for the clients I'm going to work with. So if I'm in a launch or if I'm opening a new program or opening up spaces to my mastermind, I literally connect all of the time to what it means for the clients that are going to come into my world, like how it will help them, what it will enable them to do, what it will enable them to achieve. That's such a big driving force for me. Like I want more money in the hands of really good fucking people. So make sure that you are considering that. What does it mean for your clients if you help them? What does it mean if they absolutely nail the work? If they show up, if they invest, if they do the work, what will it mean for them when you help them? Because that is such a powerful motivator. It really, really is. The third point, and saving the best till last much, is your belief. This is your belief in everything. This is your belief in your pricing in your packages, in what you offer, in yourself, in the outcome, the benefit that you can create. It's literally the belief of all of it. But again, a lot of people subconsciously block sales because they think this is the right program. They think this is the right price point. Because again, they've seen somebody else charging this. That is no place to set a price point. That's no place to create a program. You know, do things for you. Make sure that the program is right for you. Make sure the price point is right for you. 
Because if you charge a price point based on what somebody else is charging and you don't believe in it, you're going to get on that call and you're going to not do very well. You are going to struggle or you'll feel all excited talking about the actual offer and then suddenly you're talking about the price point and your energy drops and you're like, oh, the price is this. You've got to believe You've got to believe so much in what you do, in what you offer, in the price point that you charge, in the outcome, the benefits, the features, the all of the things. And if you don't, or if that dips, or if it sways, or if it shifts, or if it changes, back to the drawing board. You can rinse and repeat programs, but you can also change them whenever you feel like. I'm just about to open up the Sprit Success Accelerator again. I think this is our sixth time. And I would say up until the last time, it changed every single time. Every single time. And now I'm like, this is the one. But it might change again when I open up next year. We just don't know. Because it's got to always align. It's got to always feel like your like life's purpose. It's got to always be that price point. You've got to always believe in it. There's no point offering programs. There's no point offering your services if you don't like the thing, if you don't believe in it, and if you really cannot stand behind the thing. To me, when I think about belief in a program, this is the point, the point that you want to get to is that if somebody questioned you on it, and they were like, yeah, but why is it this? Why is it this price? Why is it called this? Why do you include this? You can stand your ground, you can stand in your power, and you're like, here's the reason why. Not to trick people into anything, not because you have to justify yourself, but because that is the level of power and belief that you want to have in what you do. I very rarely have anything, any questions like that. But if I did, I'd be prepared for them. And that's such a key piece. So if your programs are feeling a little bit out of alignment, if the price point's feeling a bit wrong, if the, if the program itself feels too long or too short or too constricted or it feels too rushed or any of these things, change it. Change is a good thing. We get so scared of change, but change is a really, really good thing. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's a really, really good thing. So make sure that you are changing things when they need changing, that you're adapting things, you're evolving things. Things will naturally grow. I shared on my PR and marketing um, social media the other day that I'm taking the pages down, set them up nearly six years ago, six and a half, seven years ago. Like things are going to change in that time. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but... The growth happens when we are that little bit uncomfortable. The growth happens when you take that really uncomfortable step forwards because there's a bigger reason behind it. We're in business for the long haul. Don't feel that you've got to fit into a certain mold. Don't feel that things have to be a certain way. This is your business. You get to create it on your terms with your skills and knowledge and expertise with the price point you want to charge, that you feel really good about and really aligned to. All of these things add up. So to recap, your three strategies to consider if you're not yet having the sales that you desire. Firstly, language. Make sure that the language you're using to describe what you do is in a language that your ideal clients will understand. The terminology, the words you use, the phrases, the benefits, the features, the outcomes, the tools, the teachings, techniques, all the things got to be in a language that, that they get. Secondly, what's your why, what are your values? This has got to align with your business. If it doesn't, you will always subconsciously block. Thirdly, belief is so freaking key, I can't even tell you. Make sure that you believe in everything that you're offering. If you don't, park it. If you don't, 
rebrand it. If you don't, tweak it, change it, embrace it, do whatever. Just make sure that belief is there. The belief in the sale, the belief that you can help people, the belief in people love to pay you, the belief in your pricing, the belief in your packages. It's such a good thing to change. Such a good thing to adapt things, evolve things, create things differently. But you've got to take that step because it is uncomfortable. But you've got to take that step because suddenly if you believe in that thing so much more, your confidence will go up. So here's the thing, belief and confidence are so interlinked and so, so many people say, well, when I sign this client or when I do this, then I'll believe in myself, then I'll feel confident. No, it has got to come from within. You feel it first, then the results come. Because if you're always waiting for the results to come to then feel it, you will never feel it. You'll get the results, but then you'll put it up on this next pedestal. So you've really, really, really got to have that belief, have that confidence first, and then the results come. That is key. As ever, thank you so much for watching. I hope this was super helpful um, and hopefully just prompted a little um, few things that you can do or try and hopefully prompted your thinking into just checking back in with your pricing, your packages and all of your offers. It's so good to do this regularly. Like every quarter, be checking back in with all of your offers, looking at what people are after, looking at what people are asking for, adapting, evolving, growing. Things change, social media changes, things change, you change, you grow, you adapt. Everything's got to change with you. Otherwise, something's getting left behind. And I promise you this, it will be your sales. So, thank you for watching. I've loved spending another Tuesday with you and I will see you really soon.